there! Welcome to Ag Trends by AgVend, a podcast where we dig into a new era in ag retail and explore the strategies being used by pioneers in the ag industry. So welcome to the first episode of 2021 for Ag Trends, a podcast powered by AgVend. We have a very exciting guest here with us today, Zach, who is the North American president for AgWorld. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Anna. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for choosing me to start off 2021. Yeah, kicking it off with a bang, right? (laughs) I hope so. I hope so. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So, Zach, for those that are listening that um, haven't had the pleasure of meeting or interacting with you, why don't you give folks a little bit of an introduction to yourself and a little bit about about your background and how you landed at AgWorld? Sure. Yeah, happy to. So, yeah, my name is Zach Sheely. I am based out of California, which I often am asking people to not hold against me, but uh, (laughs) just due to everything that's uh, political and and interesting about California at the moment. But, um, you know, I grew up on a farm in Central California, just south of Fresno. Uh, We originally were growing all rotational crops, but uh, starting back in probably 1996, we started planting permanent crops. And so we have a pretty diverse uh, operation. We've got pistachios and wine grapes as uh, our permanent crops. And then a uh, large number of, of rotational crops with cotton tomatoes and wheat being some staples, but we also have lettuce and onions and garbanzo beans, uh, some safflower. It's just uh, year in year, we can we can definitely change those up. Sedan grass, triticale, uh, lo- lots of crops there that we're, that we're growing. It's uh, in the Central Valley, there, There's it's kind of a desert there. So our, our limiting factor is water, but we're pretty much all irrigated. We get maybe six inches of water there. Uh, uh, over the year, and, and most of that is not in our, our typical growing season. So that's that's where I started off. And um, when I went to, uh, went to college, I studied biology and chemistry, and uh, always in, intended to further that education in something ag specific. But uh, started that off kind of on the liberal arts uh, philosophy, trying to be well rounded, and um, ended up doing some music after college, and then. Uh, was involved in ag tech uh, directly there as well, uh, kind of simultaneously. Uh, so uh, some people went, I sang opera professionally for a while. And while I was doing that, I had a, another startup um, where we were doing pretty much focusing on geospatial project management. So we developed some apps for farmers, for our farm specifically, to help us better communicate and manage jobs and, and data uh, digitally and in the field. And um, so I was doing that and, and I, I was using that to kind of uh, help uh, with some of the other technology projects we had on. We were doing some aerial imagery, remote sensing and things like that um, and some IoT uh, devices for managing and, and, and controlling our, our irrigation system and, and checking soil moisture levels. So that's kind of how I got into ag tech was that was really the niche that allowed me to be the most valuable to our business uh, the quickest. And um, I just enjoyed it as well. I was able to participate in an ag 2020 project uh, back in, I think it was really 2000s or even 2000 itself. We were doing some of the first uh, variable rate applications in the U.S., uh, aerial and ground. Um, and we did that because we had some, uh, some of the first commercial RTK guidance uh, systems on our tractors. So, um, so yeah, the, the background there was just uh, ag tech, really enjoyed it, uh, stuck with it, had another software company prior to AgWorld. 
Um, and then in 2012, I met uh, Matt Powell, uh, one of the co-founders of AgWorld at the National Alliance of Independent Crop Consultants. And we were both speaking there uh, in, in January and um, hit it off. And I, I loved what AgWorld was doing and uh, joined forces with him and, and, and the team uh, shortly after that. And been working with AgWorld now for about nine years. And I'm, I'm leading the, uh, the North America region uh, for the business, so the U.S. and Canada specifically. So that's kind of my background in a, I guess, in a quick little nutshell. Yeah, that is a far more diverse background than I was expecting, to be totally honest. I don't know if I've ever chatted with somebody who had the opportunity to do music and ag tech simultaneously. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, it was, it was, it was certainly a, an experience. I, um, <laughs> I had the, the, a lot of doubters in there that I was going to be of any value. And I, I had one ag tech, uh, you know, uh, experience where I was actually in an opera showing somebody uh, my farm on one of the apps that we're using for soil moisture monitoring. And um, I also had these like pressure switches on it. And we just, our soil moisture was actually just kept going down on a wine grape field. And uh, I'm, I'm pulling this up and I'm like, oh, this is, this is interesting. I actually shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So I, I, I call up my dad. It's like literally the middle of this, this thing. I like, hey, I was just checking out the soil moisture. And um, it looks like, you know, we need to get some, some water on the wine grapes. He's like, all right, I've let you had your, you know, your, <laughs> your, <laughs> you your, had your fun fine. with this, but, yeah. uh, you know, go back to what you're doing. You can come and talk to me when you're back uh, in the office. And um and sure enough, the next day he actually went out there. He's kind of annoyed by it that I would call him up and, and do that. And uh, and there was these little uh, filters on our drip irrigation that kind of looked like that little ring that you would see on your washing machine. Mm -hmm. uh, that filters just kind of your last ditch effort before the water goes into your washing machine. And you had those on these drip irrigation systems and they were plugged with algae. So from um, surface water. So we had some algae there, plugged them up. So water wasn't getting, even though the pumps were on, uh, water was not getting through the, the the drip system, so so moisture kept going down. So it was one of those things where I was like, "Hey, this ag tech thing really uh, is pretty good." So yeah, uh, kind of proving yourself in, in weird <laughs> weird circumstances, I suppose. Yeah, one of the blessings and curses of technology, right, is you can be connected and keeping an eye on anything and everything, regardless of where you are. And so whether that's you know a good thing because uh, you're keeping a pulse on the business or maybe frustrating to some folks that you're actually farming with, you can at least always be in the loop. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it was, it was, a, it was, a, uh, it was a good thing in the end. It was just kind of a, a funny situation where it was a, it was an unusual call in, in the middle of the evening. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, for those that are listening, um, give us a little bit more uh, background on AgWorld and what that technology can do for ag retailers and for their customers. Um, you know, how does it work and what else should folks really be aware of when they're kind of learning about AgWorld maybe for the first time? Yeah, so if you think about AgWorld, I guess, uh, first off, what's our tagline? It's connecting the industry. So what does that actually mean? Um, what, why do we have that as a tagline? I, we're a collaborative, farming platform. So we allow growers to work with their advisors, uh, trusted advisors and service providers digitally on a, a single platform. And we're standardizing information so that people are communicating more effectively. It's more efficient to do that. But then ultimately, it's giving them more value out of that data and, and, and those relationships. 
So it's, it's a full farm management platform for growers, but it's also a tool that's utilized by ag retailers for communicating uh, with their customers um, and, and other agronomists and advisors. Uh, they communicate that way. They'll do scouting and things, precision ag often within ag world. Um, and they'll even do some dispatch and we'll integrate with some of their uh, blending and, and inventory and billing systems on their end. So uh, it's, it's just a system that, that, that connects those dots and then ultimately is benefiting the grower in that they're, they're using it as a farm management platform. So everything's built on permissions. No one has to share anything that they don't want to. Each user could use it in isolation if they wanted to. But, you know, our best customers that, and, and those that are getting the most value out of it, I think they're, they're, they're really looking at collaboration as a big uh, part of what they want to achieve. That was actually one reason why I joined AgWorld initially. So on our farm, we've got agronomists. Uh, we've got pest control advisors here in the state of California. And, um, you know, they, they would service not just us, but but other growers uh, in the area. And, you know, we were, we had obviously developed this software for ourselves internally, but we wanted to better communicate with them. Like, Hey, we have this really good data and we're kind of on different pages and it takes us a little while to get on the same base information when we first start talking. So um, we, yeah, that when I got in with Agro and I met the, the team and they had this permission system and really had focused on agronomic structured data and collaboration and permissions, like, man, that is that is a real game changer. And if I could work better with those people that I'm relying on, um, uh, that are external businesses, man, that just makes my life so much better and easier. And I, I want to enable that for ourselves, but ultimately for other people too. I thought that was just a, a, a good thing for the industry. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, kind of a couple of things that I picked out there that we believe at Agven too is one, that collaboration piece and really making sure that the people who need to have access have that access and it's easy to use, right? And it's not this very cumbersome or complicated system that they can't figure out. Um, and also that collaboration piece. I think that is something that in agriculture we're getting better at because we know that there are whether it's different systems that should collaborate together, like kind of how we're starting to work together um, for our shared partners, or if it's collaborating with those folks um, that wanna give the advice or that you're looking to for some different pieces of information. I think that the more we can work together, the better outcome that we'll all have. And that's a really exciting thing to start seeing too. Um, and the last piece is being easy to do business with, right? For those ag retailers that now have access to their growers, um, data or they, that grower has shared that information, what a huge value add to be easy to do business with and to be easy and up to date and, and streamline those communications because, you know, that's what a lot of customers um, are really starting to think about as a value added service from their ag retailers. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of different technologies, a lot of different services that you can add, but as farms are getting more sophisticated and we're seeing the generational change happening too, the, the traditional value-added services that an ag retailer may have provided may be a little bit different than what the growers are actually looking for today. And I think that ease of business is one that's kind of coming more and more into play. And it's, it's always exciting to hear of other ag companies too that are really working to make that, make that achievable for growers and for their retailers and their different partners. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, that's why we're so excited to work with, with AgVend is just the... Um 
our, our shared philosophies on easy to use. If it's not easy, people just won't use it. Yeah. So uh, it, we don't want a, a, an iPad paperweight there. Um, and, and I think when you make things easy, it also, and people are using technology, they get more value out of it. And, and, it, and there's so many benefits of using a, a digital system to use these different platforms and having an ecosystem there that's working together. I think uh, it, it's, it's not just about like that ease of use means that you're probably going to reduce some errors in, in the process. Uh, you're going to get more value out of those relationships. So that collaboration, like, um, if, if I'm not going to have to have my, uh, retail advisor, you know, go back and spend, you know, several hours at the end of his day going in and, and you know, taking orders. And if I can just automate that, I'm probably going to have a better, better uh, experience myself as the grower customer. And he's going to have a better uh, experience uh, as the, as the advisor, because he ultimately wants to be in the field. He wants to be in the field. He wants to be scouting those fields. He wants to be uh, helping the grower, his customer make better decisions and add that value. And I think it's just taking away some of those things that, um, that certainly need to be done. And, and I think this can help make them uh, be done more efficiently and effectively with AgVend and, and AgWorld. And, and uh, also just uh, um, be not just efficient, but, but be done more accurately and, and, um, and, and in a way that just, just what, what, what people want. It's, it's just giving you easy ways to look things up, uh, find what, what would you spend uh, where um, and, and just executing uh, more effectively, I think, as a, as, a, as a farm business. Things are complex enough. We don't need to make it any harder. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And particularly if you're in different areas where you have such a diverse crop range too. You know, I think these agronomic planning tools have great value for, for both instances, whether you are doing some of the traditional row crops that we see in the Midwest, or if you're in these more diverse um, crop areas or livestock, you have a mixture of livestock and crops too. I think there's a lot of really neat um, efficiencies that can be gained there. And I couldn't agree more. I can't, I can't imagine any sales agronomist coming to me telling me he wish he or she wished they had more paperwork to do or had to spend more time in the office. And, you know, I think that's a common misconception with technology is that the implementation of digital tools eliminates or reduces the in-person touch point or the in-person relationship. And I think we have that shared kind of mindset too, that it doesn't do that. It actually can strengthen the relationship because it can, again, take away some of those inefficient back office tasks or errors that can happen and can actually give them more current information, easier access to that information. So they're in the field and having some very important and critical conversations about what to do from a recommendation or planning standpoint to make that grower's operation even, even better. So I love that. Definitely. Yeah. So kind of leading in, you know, thinking about this as growers are becoming more and more sophisticated, why is the implementation or the addition of an agronomic planning tool such as AgWorld so important for them? Yeah, it's, that's a great question. And when I was thinking about planning, you know, we planned, we budgeted on our farm uh, and we did it to a certain level of detail. And you know, after that, you, we kind of said, well, there's a kind of the law of diminishing returns. The one thing that's consistent is that we never do exactly what we plan to do. <laughs> <laughs> so things can be changed significantly and frequently in farming. Um, 
but I, I don't think that negates the, the idea of planning and being proactive. So a lot of farming, you get into, in, into this crunch, in, from my experience at least, and in, in my experience with our customers, that you, you get in these waves and things get very, very busy and you're fighting a lot of fires. And the, the better plans that you have and the better processes you have, the more effective you can be in those time crunches. And planning really allows our customers to be proactive uh, it, it gives them some scenarios and things that they can utilize when it gets in season that actually helps them to execute those jobs more effectively and easily and, and, and predict what's coming up next. Like what's next, what's next, let's plan, let's, let's get ready and being proactive versus reactive. And I feel like a lot of digital tools, especially on the record keeping side of it are very reactive after the fact and like looking, looking back through the rear view mirror. The plan, uh, you know, just being a little cheesy is like kind of like the you're looking through the, the windshield, not just the little tiny rear view mirror. You can you've got a lot more that could happen. And uh, but you can actually steer and, and change the business there from a planning and workflow perspective uh, by being proactive. The, the other thing that I think plans really do uh, is it it offers a, a fixed point, a reference point. Uh, to reference against. So something to, to, to kind of compare against. And, you know, I think about this from my early days, like, a, you know, a, an image of your field is great, like an aerial image of your field is great. But once we geo-reference those, those fields, once you could see, like, I'm walking out in this image and I can see now I'm in the, the, the area of the field that yielded higher or, or, or lower, that meant that added so much more value because I knew it gave me more information on how to uh, look at variability within the field and actually utilize it. I think the plan could do something similar. There are a lot of things that you can predict and, and, and scenarios that you can utilize. And, and if you can plan those out and they're going as, as planned, you don't need to spend, you know, that time. It's kind of like muscle memory that can, that can just keep going. You don't need to go and distract yourself because once you go and you have to actually think through and solve a problem, it just takes a lot more energy. And so having that reference point allows you to find those things that are anomalies or not going as planned and be like, okay, this is a point that I can actually, you know, either really make a positive uh, decision or a negative decision uh, uh, with regard to the profitability of this field or the, the ability to execute these jobs. And I think that's really critical. And it, it just pulls, you know, it, 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 it makes that information that you're capturing so much more valuable because it's drawing your attention to the right areas. What's planned, what's not. And what, what, what's the difference between those two. And I think having that, that, that reference point has just been really critical for, for our farm and for many of our customers uh, there is that they really like that, including the, the retailers, like what's going as planned, what's not. And um, things are what, is it just delayed? Yeah, it probably is. And so we still need to execute these jobs and we can shift them and see, see how things are, things are going and, um, and plan things out from an execution standpoint if we're actually helping growers to uh, do some of those applications and, and things. Yeah. So I think that's, that's, that, that's a big part. Yeah, absolutely. And from the application standpoint too, you know, having that all live in the same system and having kind of those notifications, I assume, and like the dispatch capabilities and then even the records after the fact, you know, we see some 
regulations and record keeping requirements changing across the United States. And so I'm sure that's something that your company experiences as well in your um, international countries and different locations. So how does that record keeping component too play into a valuable resource or a valuable tool for your for your customers? Yeah, I, I think it's it's certainly critical here in California. We have to report on everything. Every every crop protection uh, event is is going to be logged and re reported to uh, the county and the ag commissioner's office. And and we're seeing that with fertility and lots of other areas from a sustainability uh, standpoint. The four R programs uh, being able to report on what you did and then have some guidelines that you're following in order to. Uh, make sure that you're applying those right products, the right place, right time, right rate. I think those are those are really um, the, those programs are, are getting more and more important and um, and common. And you know, again, with planning, like I think yes, you have to have that uh, that record of what's been done so that you can utilize that experience to shape what you want to achieve the next season. And I think that plan allows you to to do that and then reference against like well how did i actually execute this year things yeah of course didn't go as planned but what could i do better and um as we're looking at sustainability and what other groups are are wanting to get from a consumer standpoint you know if if they have key things that they want achieved or would be valuable to them in that product that you're producing then uh if i could plan those things out and run that scenario and uh, if I know what that is ahead of time, then I'm going to be much more likely to achieve that. Uh, we, we have a story on our farm where we actually did a project with the North Face, I don't know, five years ago or so, where they had this backyard project and they wanted to buy cotton lint within a certain proximity of their headquarters in the East Bay. And so they wanted to make sure that it was grown sustainably and followed the Better Cotton Initiative, the BCI um rules and and so we got this up up and going like well are you bci certified and at that time i didn't know what that actually was <laughs> so um so no uh but then once i learned more about it and i'm literally googling it as i'm talking to them yeah I'm like, okay i don't know anybody that is that is right now in, in, in california but it was actually really easy to uh to 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 get that certification we were already following the guidelines but they did say hey could you could you change this defoliant out? Uh, we were already into the season, so we couldn't plant different varieties and anything else. And we'd already executed a certain amount of jobs. Like this, we're at to date. This is what we're planning to do the rest of the season. Like, hey, could you change this defoliant out? It's like, yeah, we can do that. No problem. So we changed that out and, and it allowed them to hit uh, some some targets that they had and, and, and avoid some products that they didn't want to see used. Uh, and we were able to follow that. And we frankly just, it was an easy switch and we didn't know that that would be something that someone would request and and once we did we made the change did it in the plan we executed because we planned that way but had had we had that relationship with them after the fact you know we've already applied that product do you still want it you know that's that's kind of one of those things like i want to produce the products and i think most growers do that you want to produce what people want i mean that's that's the goal let's let's get let's get what they want out there and if I know that and I plan for it, then I can then I can actually achieve that. And I think that's a lot of the a lot of the I don't, I don't say fun. That's kind of a nerdy way to think of it. But a lot of the great things about planning that um, uh, I think will be more uh, prevalent as as these initiatives continue to uh, to grow. 
Yeah, absolutely. And kind of to even simplify it more, like it's a very nice flywheel. You have the plan, you can have all the records and review what actually happened, how that performed year over year to then create your next plan. And so it's a really great way to, um, especially if you have multiple crops or if you're thinking about doing something different or you, you know, hey, I, I've done these two crops for the last 10 years this same exact way with the same kind of uh, crop protection plan should we be changing it? I'm seeing a decrease in yields or I'm seeing uh, the market shifting for wanting something different. And I think there's some really neat opportunities there too, to leverage, leverage your software and leverage kind of the really, the really deep insights that it can provide you with um, to make the best decisions for your operation and to adapt and adjust with what's happening in, in the world too. So, you know, we're thinking about you mentioned giving your um, growers the ability to give permissions to their uh, ag retailers or to their trusted advisors. And so why is it important for you to give growers um, access or their sales agronomists access to key summary information and then eventually have those growers be able to make the purchase from that plan or recommendation that is sent to them? You know, we, we kind of touched on this, I guess, earlier in the conversation, but I mean, the, the really one of the most important reasons is it makes things easy. Yeah. It just makes things easy. And if we can make things easier for the grower, um, I think I think we can produce more and uh, more uh, and be more efficient with that production as well. So I I know that there's just a lot of headspace that goes into these things or a lot of a lot of. Um, mental uh, energy that goes into, you know, figuring out these details. And so if we can automate some of these things that, 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 that are, you know, pretty straightforward to automate when we get a company like AgWorld and AgBend working together, I think that's um, that, that removing these kind of low value tasks of getting this information in there, uh, the better their lives are and allows them to do uh, more uh, with their valuable time. They can be out there in the fields. They can look at the crops. They, they can steer the ship. You know, they can, they can make changes that are actually going to impact yield quality um, and efficiency. And I think that's, that's really exciting. So it, it makes things more efficient um, for sure. It, it allows you to, to better align what's occurring in the field uh, with, uh, with what you're, with what you're buying. And then when you're paying for those things to be able just to have that automatically just trace trace through i think that's really um going to be helpful uh but i think mainly that that ease of use that that frictionless experience is what i think uh is going to be valuable both for the for the grower and for the um the advisors and retailers yeah i couldn't agree more and it's really exciting to see what our two companies have been able to do to work together to kind of create a solution for our shared customers and knowing that we're never going to be um, a planning or recommendation tool or farm management system like you guys have developed such a great product for. And what we want to do is really just help, like you said, make it easy, surface that key information and make it actionable. So give the growers the opportunity to say, cool, yep, we've talked about this rec, I want it. And now it can seamlessly flow into the order management system or the ERP that the retailer has. And then it's kind of just, you know, business as usual from there. And so that's what I'm really excited about. And I also know that we've been able to accomplish this pretty quickly. Um, you know, I know that 
Sometimes technology doesn't move as fast as we all think it should. I actually think you said that, and I'm stealing that line from you previously, um, <laughs> that technology doesn't always work as fast as you think it should. And so, you know, I want to kind of hear your thoughts a little bit more on that and and why this is um, something exciting too from, from AgWorld's perspective to serve our, our shared audiences and shared partners. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely think this is really game-changing. And it's it's what you would expect, right? Like you, you, you sit there in, in your consumer life and a lot of these things are very frictionless and easy. There's actually a lot more complexity when it comes to the volumes and what, what we have here in, in ag and ag and ag retail and ag and production. So I think like that people on the outside would probably be like, well, this is kind of like a digital shopping cart for my supermarket. You know, I, I sort things out and I go there and I just go pick it up. They put it in my trunk or they deliver it to my, uh, to my house. Like, yeah, it, it definitely would, would include that. But I would actually say my, I think the better analogy when I was thinking about like, what is this going to do and why is this such a game changer? It's like, it's more like the relationship between your doctor and then going to the pharmacy to pick it up, right? Because a lot of these things, <laughs> you're, de you're dealing with a lot of alternatives and you've got these active ingredients and you've got, you know, regulatory compliance that you're trying to worry about. Saying, I don't want to mess up. And, and these are high dollars, high, highly important decisions and things that, that if you get little details wrong, it's a big, it's a big problem. It can be a big problem. And so when this works really well, you go to the doctor, they, you know, or you <laughs> now are seeing the doctor virtually, but uh, whatever that's going to be, uh, you, you're seeing the doctor to say, Hey, this is what we need to do to, 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 to treat this or to get you on a, a better course. And you're, and you're just going in, you got your, you got your stuff straight away. It just like seamlessly works through and that's a great experience. And, um, and it means that I'm not having to type in, you know, information and potentially getting decimal degrees wrong. Like I don't have to worry about that at the supermarket. I certainly do with uh, active ingredients and medicine and, and crop protection, things like that. I, th that matters. Units of measure matter. Uh, and frankly, there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of, a lot of products to choose from. That's why I have advisors and why I want to have a great relationship with my retailer anyway, because they're helping to navigate that to not make mistakes. So they're reducing my risk and they're making that easier for me. I just want to continue to make that easy. And that's why I work with them. That's why I want a good one. And um, I think this just makes that even more pronounced and be like, okay, They've, they've written me this plan or, or helped me with my plan. They've now gone out and scattered so they've made that to recommendation. I'm just going to go um, execute that or pull that through into Agven and get that done. And it's just so seamless. And there's a lot of things there that could go wrong that you're just avoiding. And uh, it just makes my relationship with my advisor better and my retail business better. Um, and and, and it, 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 it improves the lives of those people that are in field as well. And so when I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is a, this is a great deal. It's a game changer. And, um, it, and if I'm thinking about, you know, that risk that I'm removing still, it's awesome. And then there's a few things that I, that continue to, to happen, you know, like my, my fields and I've got lots of entities and, you know, fields and then the, the field names are all numbers and actually some of the entities have the same field names because there are these uh, 
section range uh, names. Mm -hmm. And, um, and <laughs> the, uh, the, the problem is when I get the bill, you know, it could be billed to the wrong entity or the wrong field. And that takes a whole lot of time as well. And it's because, you know, I don't have, I wouldn't have had this digital version. And this just makes that smooth, easy. It makes AgWorld better to be able to utilize it and, and kick it straight across to AgVent. And hopefully it makes AgVent better because it just makes the data entry, you know, uh, flow within the natural workflow that was going to be occurring anyway. So I, that, that's what makes me really excited. And I, I don't get to use AgVend uh, AgWorld yet as a, as an integration as a as a, a customer, but I'm hoping to that one of my one of my retailers is going to be using uh, AgVend relatively quickly so that we can make this happen on our side because I know what it would the value it would provide our farm. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, and I think it's really great because it's showing that it's okay for tech companies to work together. It's okay for ag tech companies to um, come together for a shared value for for their grower customers and for their partner retailers without having a lot of friction or um, you know, feeling like we're competing against each other. We, we clearly have kind of our own, um, our own lanes that we are in, but where can we come together, like you said, to make it easier or to improve that customer experience, help make it so they don't have to go to 15 different places to order a product or to you know, make sure that they're paying that invoice or that the invoice was even done correctly. Um, and where can we make simplify any of those opportunities? So I think this is only scratching the surface of some of the really neat and unique things that we can do together and that we can also see with um, other ag tech companies or you know, even uh, companies in general in agriculture working together to really drive towards that easy to use centralized customer experience um, to kind of continue to create those efficiencies and, and those wins. Yeah, I, I hope that we can continue to be uh, a company that that's viewed as something that moves quickly, like what we've done with this integration, but also uh, works well with others. We don't have to create everything here at AgRoll and that we, we certainly could not go create an, an ag vend and, and be good at what we do. So we're just trying to focus on the, the parts that we've set out in front of us and um, do those really well and then work really well with other great companies like, like Agbin. Absolutely. Okay, Zach, so before I end with our staple question, I wanna make sure, you know, is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about AgWorld or about this integration or anything that we didn't cover today in our time? You know, I guess just with that ease of use and everything, everything else, um, I think it's always important just to get started. You know, I, when you come up with a, with a plan, <laughs> when you're planning, you know, just getting started is often the hardest part of any job. It's like, once you get in there and you start going, um, if you create that plan, you start going, it's, it's, you're going to reap a lot of benefit and you can do a lot more than you think that you can. And we're here as a team, uh, um, uh, as a customer service team to help people, you know, change systems if they need to, uh, to digitize things that um, were, you know, separate and in different systems, um, or to take them straight from paper to a digital system. And we, we spent a lot of time and, and we, we have a whole team here that helps people navigate those areas. And I think with most growers, most retailers and everybody, you know, if they haven't digitized particular aspects of the business, they're like, it's not that I don't want to, it's not like, am I going to do this or not? It's like, when am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, with our company in particular, I just want people to know that we actually help people through that process. 
and we make that really easy. And um, we've got great software, great tools, but we've got a great team backing those tools and that experience and help help you along the way. So I guess that's one thing about uh, our business is made up of, of great people here on the back end that can really um, make that a great experience um, in getting into the technology and actually being able to use it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, I think about even my own dad grew up on a, I grew up on a small farm in upstate New York and, you know, he's got a lot of binders and it's not that I think it's a very exact point. It's not that he doesn't want to go digital. It's that when will he have the time? Because it seems like there are never enough hours in the day with everything that's going on. And, um, you know, to, to have him have somebody who could help as a resource and walk him through that and make sure he feels comfortable with the technology too, um, I think is incredibly important and a huge value um, for your customers. So that's awesome to hear. Yeah, yeah, good. All right, Zach, kicking it off, 2021, the first time we're going to ask this question, but it is our staple question. And you kind of have a unique perspective because you could answer this as a grower or you could answer this as somebody who's worked uh, in ag from the company side. But what is the craziest thing that uh, a customer or a retailer or anybody that you've worked with has ever asked you to do? Or what's the craziest thing you've ever asked your ag retailer to do? Well, you know, I didn't think about it as a grower side, so I'm going to leave that one one off. Uh <laughs> coming here. I've had plenty of crazy things that have happened on the farm. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but as, as, as somebody at AgWorld, I guess we, we were in Nebraska and um, there was a big rain event and, and, and weather event that came through. We're literally in this meeting. We're talking through, Hey, this is how this is going and everything else. And somebody comes in like, actually uh, the roads are flooding everything's going to be locked down and you guys aren't going to be able to get to your hotels or anywhere else, let alone fly out, which is what you're supposed to be doing today. So you need to follow us right now. <laughs> and we're like, okay, okay. Yeah, we can do that. So we all get, get in our little tiny rental car. Um, like Toyota Corolla or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was small. And <laughs> we're driving down the road and we're following uh, the, the, our, our, our customer here and, and he's in his, 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 uh, his great truck. And, and, um, we come up to this point and there's literally the road is just totally flooded and it's just rising and rising. We're looking at these fields like, okay, this is, this is going to be a problem. And, uh, and he's like, listen, they haven't shut the road down yet. We can make it. And I'm like, <laughs> do you see the car that we're driving? We can make it. I don't know, man. Like I've seen cars get stuck in a lot and there's the water's moving across the road he's like what you need to do is just follow me just drive in my tracks and i'm gonna i'm gonna go quickly enough that's gonna create a wake and you're gonna follow my wake and so uh we did and believe it or not it actually worked really? I was <laughs> we made it through and overtake the car oh my god I, it's actually on video i have the video of this thing where we're shooting it with an iphone and uh, in, in, in the, because I've got me and my, uh, it was actually Matt in, in the passenger seat. And, and we're driving through this, this, this wake and it worked out and they shut the road down immediately after us and probably were like, I can't believe that actually happened and it worked. But we were right behind them and I was like, just please don't stop because we are, we are tailing you and there's this wake of water and, and it, and it worked. It was, uh, I don't know if you'd ever done it before. I wouldn't recommend doing it again necessarily. And I haven't, I haven't rented a little tiny car uh, for for 
<laughs> for a customer visit in a, in, a, in a long time just because of that. So I need some clearance in case we get some rain or some weather here. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good lesson learned from that. But hey, I'm glad you guys are okay. And you know, it's interesting when you get to some of those flatter spots, when if this is a flat part of Nebraska, that when uh, the rain comes, it can cause some mass destruction. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Especially if there's not paved roads. You know, if there were dirt roads too, that can be even even trickier. Definitely. Yeah, this one was a paved one. They, they hadn't shut it down yet, but we, we made it out. So it was a, it was a, it was a, a good story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Zach, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. You know, we're really excited for the AgVend and AgWorld uh, integration and what that means for our shared partners. But for anybody listening, if they'd like to learn more about AgWorld or what your software um, can do, how sh where should they go? How should they get a hold of somebody at your company? Yeah, so you can find out a lot on our website, uh, agworld.com. Uh, we've got about 70 case studies there where uh, it's our, there's customers talking about the value that they've gotten out of the, the program. You can find us in the, uh, the iTunes app store as well um, and lots of reviews there to look at. Uh, but um, you can also uh, reach out to us by phone, by email. Those details are also on the website. Uh, 724 Ag World, but um, and you can find those those phone numbers and, and emails there on the website. And we'd be happy to schedule a time to walk through uh, the platform with you or just learn more about what you're trying to achieve and, and help you, uh, yeah, navigate some of those those waters, I guess, if we could be of value. So that's probably the best way is, is there. And um, yeah, we're, we're very excited about this, uh, this integration, this relationship as well. And I think it's going to provide a lot of value to our to our customers and, and, and future customers, our current customers and future customers. So Absolutely. thanks for having me on today. Yeah, thanks again. And uh, thanks everybody for tuning in for the first episode of Ag Trends in 2021. Thanks for tuning into Ag Trends. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us with the information in the show notes. See you next time.